This is Talking Villanova Basketball with Jay Wright, presented by Hartford Funds. This is your chance to get the inside scoop on Villanova basketball. Talking Villanova Basketball with Jay Wright is presented by Hartford Funds. Our benchmark is the investor. Now, let's talk Villanova basketball. Welcome to the Talking Villanova Basketball podcast presented by Hartford Funds. Coach, got a couple guests with us, and I'll turn it over to you to make the introductions. We do. We're going to spread this out, Michael, and thank you for the intro. We're going to spread this out a little bit. We have uh, two guests, and um, not that Tom Liebig, one of our graduate assistants, isn't a real favorite person of mine, but one of my all-time favorites, Tom Nerney. <laughs> The uh, president and CEO of USLI is with us. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Thanks. Coach. You are doing great, man. So we, we have such an interesting um, podcast here because Tom um, Nerney is a is a really unique part of our program. Uh, and I want to give us a little background. And Tom Liebig was a part of Tom Nerney's program and ours. And we're going to pull this all together in the end. You're going to see um, one of the sides of college basketball that you might not know about that are really important and it, it has to do with recruiting it has to do with player development and really the development of young men so um, I want to give you a little background on Tom Nerney first and Tom I want you to help me okay. with that um, you're a Cabrini grad and, and Cabrini basketball player and um, and then went on um, to build one of the most successful insurance agencies uh, in the world. So um, give, me, give me a little background on, on, on your playing days at Cabrini, how you started in the insurance industry, and a little bit about USLI. Yeah, so thanks, uh, Coach. It's great to be here. And um, got out of Cabrini, had a philosophy degree, uh, decided to stay and coach a, a, a year at Cabrini College uh, with the assistant coach on the men's team. Who was the head coach then? Uh, Dr. Gerard. Wow. Uh, so Dr. Gerard before was John coach, Zeke. Before John Zeke, and uh, th I had met a person who had an insurance agency, and he'd offered me a job, and I turned it down to coach. And then after I experienced that one year of coaching, I said, I, I can't pay the bills. I can't really do this. <laughs> so I called him up, and that job was still available, and and uh, he uh, became. We, we have Chris Jenkins sitting in with us. We all, all everyone in coaching knows that beginning. Tom Livey's <laughs> in it. Fresh for Shellas in here. That's a good for them to hear, Tom, to see where you are today. <laughs> well, at least I made that decision early. <laughs> they don't all end up being Jay Wright. <laughs> so it's a long road. So, but I had a great, a great mentor in business, and we had some great success. And uh, I retired from there in uh, 96. And then uh, took this company, USOI, over in July of 96, and we had about 40 employees, and it's been fun. We've, we've now grown to 1,200. We have offices around the United States and, and in Canada, and uh, it's just been a great, great, great experience. So. Well, you've, you've built one of the, the great companies that I've seen anywhere. I, I, I am very fortunate to get to talk to a lot of companies, and I love it. But a lot of the culture we have here at Villanova, I'm sure a lot of people wouldn't know, but um, we learned from, from your company, USLI. You got such great core values. I stole a few ideas from you as we well. Did. So. We did. We've <laughs> shared a lot over the years. That's why I said you've been a great mentor to me also. But one of my favorites is, um, and our guys, you know, we have our players sitting here, so it's cool for the guys to hear. Um, in, in the back stairway of uh, our office where the coaches go down uh, to the practice court, there's sayings all over the wall that 
that support our core values and we want to remind our players uh, our players and our coaches every day before we go into court what our core values are what are we trying to get accomplished each day and I definitely stole that from you <laughs> I definitely stole it from USLI because the first time I went to meet Tom I went to the elevator and someone said oh no uh, we take the steps here <laughs> so uh, uh, it was only two or three flights but I, I as you entered into the stairway it was beautiful it was carpeted lit beautifully it, it actually looked like a the stair uh, hall looked like a living room and the walls were all painted with the core values of usli so you know when i got up to meet tom i said well you know what's up with that and he said well you know we we, we promote good health here we feed the the employees and we want them to walk if they can walk you know the elevators for people that have disabilities or hurt or if we have to carry and then you know as you go up it you're reminded every day of our core values i said i'm stealing that man <laughs> <laughs> so that's just one of the things uh, i've stolen from you but just generally um as you built your company share with everybody some of your basic core values that, 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 you, that have allowed your uh, company to be so successful yeah so i think that the main thing that we're looking for is people that care you know so we have a we have an acronym where we use the word care for caring attitude respect energy and empathy and so there are the five main things that we look for as we recruit and uh, i guess philosophically i'd say to everybody in, in in the business that i'm in which is a mature industry if i can get people who care I, we will we will be pretty successful and um, and that's sort of been what we've tried to do. And we have uh, had a retention of employees in the area of 95 to 96 percent wow. for the past 20 years. So uh, you keep a lot of good intellectual capital uh, and very, very good people, and you're able to build upon that. And I think you can also take a longer-term view towards success. Uh, when you have people around that are staying and you're developing them and they're growing and and you're unleashing their full potential uh, you know as opposed to sort of on you know differently than your role where you're bringing people in they're rotating out every four or five years you know I, I don't know that I could be as successful with that model uh, I, I I've really taught myself to think a longer term and to see what greatness can come out of people uh, as you invest in them so. Well, you, you, there's a lot of parts of your company and, and your business that that um, lend to everyone feeling a part of it for long term. You've got a a gym, a basketball court, full court in your office building that gets used, a workout facility. You feed the employees. Tell everybody about that. I love I love when I go in there and 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 see the uh, the almost replica of our practice facility. Yeah. You know, so. Uh I had a hypothesis in taking this company over in 96. I said, you know, I know how to make people work, but is there a way to get people to want to work? And uh, so I really had to transform myself to a new way of thinking. And I decided to try to put benefits and uh, other things all in, right? So we try to give the best benefit package. You know, we have 15% profit sharing every year. We pay 100% major medical and hospitalization for the family. No copay, we pay, you know, we give them free lunch every day. And so there's no discussions about us holding back. Uh, so it's not like we got stuff that we're holding back and, you know, if you ask for it, maybe I'll give it to you, maybe we won't. 
you know, so we sort of said put everything on the table and said, okay, now everything's on the table. Let's go to work. Workout facilities for everybody. Workout facilities for everybody. Big gym. Big they gym. play basketball. We have a university. We have degrees. We incentivize people to take classes and to grow. And, and uh, you know, we have found that when people, yeah, so all those things have been good. You yeah. know, they, um, but the best thing is I don't have to worry about it. I really want to feel that our people, our leadership, feel like they're taking care of people. Right? And that uh, they can make a living, they can feed their families, they, they feel good coming in and leaving USLI, and that's, that's important to us. And you do a great job of that. Now, one of the things that, that was a part of your success uh, was that in uh, 2000, I believe, Warren Buffett and Berkshire Hathaway uh, bought your company. You did. And you became a part of Berkshire Hathaway. So when... That's the reason for Villanova fans are listening that when we had a great victory at Creighton, no one was talking about the game. They were talking about <laughs> Warren Buffett being I got I think I texted you that night. Yeah. I said, More people have texted me about the fact that Warren Buffett and Tom Nerdy were behind the bench than that we played a good game on the right. road. Yeah. But um tell everybody about your relationship with Warren. Yeah, so Warren uh uh, we sold the company to Warren in uh, in 2000, and it's interesting is that we did that whole transaction over the telephone. And uh, I met him in New York uh, a couple weeks later, and uh, he has just been a great friend and a great fan, um, humblest person I've ever met. And I would say to many people, he is probably the nicest person that I've spent time with. Um, so he's been a great mentor, you know, as I've gotten to really spend a lot of time with him over the past 20 years. and. Um, you know, he's 89 years old today. His brain is as sharp as it's ever been. And, uh, you know, he's been a good friend. So inviting him to different things, coming to the Villanova, you know, I could pick him up today, call him up and say, I'll be down tomorrow. Can I have dinner with you? And he'd say, yeah, let's do it. You know, he's, he's just that available, that accessible, and that natural. Uh, it's just been, it's been fun. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny to come out and see him sitting behind the bench. And, I mean, you had told me he'd be there, but... Just the way the seats are there, they're not really great seats. You're right yeah. behind the bench, <laughs> but it was just funnier. I don't know why it was when we were coming out of the arena, just watching um, you and Kristen and him just walking down the hallway with no security, no nothing. Just uh, you, you didn't know, but we were right behind you. You guys oh, were yeah, trying to get out, and I was just watching him like there's nobody around them. It's just the three of you, and um, I, I think uh, you know, just watching him sit with Christine, and he's just talking to her at the, at the game, and uh, just such a regular guy. It was pretty cool to see it. Yeah, so I, I, on his uh, left side was Brian, Brian Beecham, right, who's right. you know big uh, role here at Villanova with your program, and uh, you know, it was a little embarrassing. He was asking for stock tips and things like that, <laughs> which I was a little embarrassed about. That's <laughs> cool but, you know, you, you also – so you've been involved in so many um, – philanthropic uh, ventures I, I can't honestly could not go into all of them but a pretty cool one that you've um, incorporated Villanova with is Hoops for Haiti can you explain to everybody what that's about yeah so Hoops for Haiti Jay thanks for bringing that up so it's been we've been involved in Haiti uh, since the earthquake and uh, one of the things we learned there is that uh, you know clean water is a big issue in Haiti uh, and it is a solvable uh, problem and so we decided to stay focused on clean water and not get distracted by 
all the other things that we might want to jump into. And so that's been our mission for the past 10 years. And so we've sent teams of people over twice a year to build water uh, filters or install water filters and to build water houses, knowing that all along that that wasn't going to make the dent we wanted to make. Uh, so during that, during that period of time, we looked for how we could hire Haitians and have them work 365 days a year, be paid for that effort, and, in, and do the work that we were trying to do twice a year. And so we have engaged with two nonprofit organizations over there that are now employing Haitians full-time, and we fund their effort. Uh, and so uh, that's going to continue. And about a year and a half ago, we thought maybe it would be nice to uh, partner with Villanova, with Hoops for Haiti, and, and uh, principally to create more awareness for people and businesses uh, that would learn about it through the Villanova basketball program, and maybe they would want to get involved in their own way uh, and just look into it. Because I do think it's a solvable problem, and I think everybody, I think we all would agree that everybody should be entitled to have clean water. I mean, that's not too much they asked for in 2020. But, um, and so you know, I know there's lots of problems in the world and lots of places that people can go. We just happen to be focused right now in, in that effort, at least in our international uh, campaign. Very cool. And we're, we appreciate you including us in that because it is great. Um, it, it's a great enterprise. My, my wife, Patty, went down there and... And that water issue that you talk about it, it affects them in so many ways. It it, it, it has a great impact if you can yeah. get them clean water. Mm -hmm. And and we're proud to be a part of that uh, with you. Um, before before we take a break, and we're going to go into what you do with Villanova basketball that I think our Villanova fans would be really interested in, and, and is one of the um, I, I think one of the most um, valuable assets we have in our program um, is how did you get involved with Villanova basketball first? Because it was before I was here. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, yeah, it's a long story. The long story is is that when I when I was uh, graduating from Monsignor Bonner, I applied to Villanova and didn't get in. <laughs> uh, so I did end up at, uh, at, at Cabrini uh, as a basketball player. Unbelievable. So I, I had always loved my, f my first mentor in my life uh, was uh, a priest, an Augustinian priest, by the name of uh, uh, Father Driscoll. And Father Driscoll wow. was at that time an ac the vice president of academic affairs, and then he became the president. And, and I remember being at the Villanova St. Bonaventures game in the old field house, and uh, I think it was, uh, who was the big guy that played Lanier? Yeah, Bob Lanier. Bob Lanier. And Villanova won, and they cut down the nets, and I ended up with the net. <laughs> I had no idea how I got the net, but they, they stole it from me and cut it up into pieces, and I no longer even have the piece that I got. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I've always been a big fan of Villanova, and I've lived in the community, and, you know, when Raleigh was here, I was behind them, and then, you know, when you came, you know, I, I got a chance to meet you, and I, I loved doing, I loved what you were doing, and, and just became even a bigger fan uh, uh, in the program. Well, you've been very generous to to the program you've been a great mentor to me we still share ideas i love every chance i get to talk to you about leadership about culture and we get a lot of uh we get a lot of credit for our culture and you you're a big part wow. of that and uh, i want to come back and i want to talk about um something you do for our players in our program that's even more important to me 
uh, and we'll do that when we return. You're listening to the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast with Jay Wright, presented by Hartford Funds. Back after this. When Mother Nature strikes, count on your certaintyed roof to perform. That's the commitment we've made to homeowners for more than 100 years. For roofing you can rely on, look no further than CertainTeed. To find a CertainTeed credentialed contractor near you, visit CertainTeed.com. This is a shout-out to the professional tailgaters, game-day grillers, and potluck pros. Whether you bake it, smoke it, stack it, or melt it, there's nothing more important about how you cook up your team spirit while serving it with an ice-cold Coca-Cola, Coke Zero Sugar, or Coke Life. We may not all agree on the best game day foods, but when you serve your meals with a Coke, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. ExxonMobil and Dunn Manning, proud sponsors of Villanova Wildcat Athletics. This podcast is brought to you by Hartford Funds, a leading asset manager based in Wayne, Pennsylvania. While other investment management companies measure performance against the S&P 500, Hartford Funds has a different measure of success, investor satisfaction. Hartford Funds, our benchmark is the investor. J.J. White Incorporated is the single-source, multi-trade contractor for your next construction project. Since 1920, J.J. White Incorporated has been constructing with knowledge and providing service with integrity and safety. Visit J.J. White online at jjwhiteinc.com. Are you looking for something imprinted or embroidered? If so, let Campus Clothes help you get the look. Whether your team is in the corporate office or on the athletic field, Campus Clothes can supply your team with all its needs. Visit us on the web at campusclothes.com or give us a call at 215-357-0892. You may not play well, but you will always look good. If you think your debit card can't help you with your financial game, you're probably not using the red key. Introducing EasyUp by KeyBank, the tool that helps you reduce debt by setting $1 aside from your checking account every time you use your debit card automatically racking up savings and paying down debt with EasyUp. It's how you make financial progress. KeyBank is member FDIC and the exclusive retail bank of Villanova Athletics. NovaCare, the exclusive provider of physical therapy to Villanova. The Wildcats choose NovaCare. So can you. We are back in the Davis Center as we resume our conversation. You're listening to the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast presented by Hartford Funds. Coach, turn it back over to you. Thanks, Michael. And uh, we have uh, a, a continued conversation here with Tom Nerney, the uh, CEO of USLI Insurance and great friend of our programs and, and, and friend of mine. And we also have Tom Leibig with us here. Tom, who worked for USLI yep. and also played on our national championship team. Yep. Right, and it's great to have you here, buddy. Nice for having me. So, before we get to you, Tom, I want to um, I want to tell our our uh, listeners what Tom Nerney and USLI does for Villanova, which I think is one of the most valuable aspects of our program. And that is, we all recruit these players that are that all want to be NBA players, and we want them to be NBA players. But in 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 reality, they also want to get their degrees. They want to grow to be the best men they can be, the best students they can be, and and the best players, and hopefully that turns into being professional. And with many of the guys, they do t- 
play professional, whether it's NBA or Europe. Um, in today's lifestyle of a high-level basketball player, you're not you're being prepared to be extremely competitive and effective in the basketball world, but not necessarily effective in the business world. So you spend your whole life trying to be a scholarship basketball player, a professional basketball player, and then all of a sudden through injury or age or just natural um, progression, your basketball career is over. And you might be 30 years old, 28 years old, and you really are not prepared for the business world. There's no one that has done more for us or our guys than Tom Nerney. Tom Nerney, being a former player and coach, knows that I'm going to get a guy that could be valuable for me one day, but the first year I get him, if he was a former basketball player, especially professional, he's not prepared for the business world. So he, Tom gives our guys the opportunity to work for them for a year and puts them through a training program where our guys can prove themselves to Tom and his company that they would be valuable uh, members of their team or they decide I now have been taught what the business world is. I have these skills, and this is not what I want to do. Um, it's an incredible gift to give a young person. Tom, can you explain how you and I put this together and, and what you do with this program for our guys? Yeah, so thanks. Uh, in building USOI, I think the, the, the recipes that we've had that we've used has been combining youth with experience, and so we have hired lots of young people, probably over 750 recent college graduates. And, and so we've learned how to train people. And we've created an environment of bringing people in. And when they arrive, they might have a degree, very little, have very much, very little business experience per se. Uh, but you need to meet them where they are, and then you need to try to invest in them. And that's one of the things we do. So um, and many times they stay, and sometimes they don't. But what we have also learned is that uh, while we're developing them and training them, they can become a significant part of what we do, a part of our community, a part of the energy that we're trying to bring in. And uh, that has been very valuable. And so it's not only developing and giving that individual person a, a, a chance, but I've learned that the experienced people play much better when they're coaching or when, when eyes are on them. Uh, so it really has... Uh, tremendous value overall for what we do. So uh, when we're able to bring players in from Villanova, uh, yes, they're going to have a degree. But I also know, and we also know, and we've experienced, we know they're going to have, they're going to be great people. And they're going to have had their character developed by the coaching that they get consistently from you and your team uh, through the time that they're here. And that's, you know, we want great teammates, and you're able to bring us great teammates. It's amazing how you feel that in your company, that uh, when you just go in there, you just feel like everybody's all in, everybody's teaching each other, everybody's holding each other accountable, everybody's inspiring each other. So we've had a number of guys that have gone and worked for you. Two of them have become very successful mm -hmm. within the organization, Shane Clark and Frank Tweezy, still there, and love being a part of the USLI team. And Tom Liebig, who is now our graduate assistant, played on our national championship team. And I remember him finishing up saying, I want to go into the business world. I'm really excited. I, I applied. Usually I contact Tom, but 
Tom Libby did it on his own. He said, I applied to USLI. I love the company. I was like, I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so he really did it on his own, but became a part of that program. And then after a year, decided, you know what? I really miss coaching. I want to get into it. So Tom yep. Libby, tell everybody <laughs> your story with finishing your career here, mm -hmm. going to USLI, and then returning as a coach. Right. So uh, I graduated 2018, and I decided, you know what? I think I'm ready. We'll get into the business world. I've heard about USLI. I've heard great things about it. You used to talk about it in our, our, our meetings and film rooms, kind of the similar culture. Um, so, you know, I went on and took the job at USLI, and it was great. It was easy, easy fit for me because, like we said, it was a similar culture, and you know, you go down the stairs, you see attitude in the wall. It's like, oh man, I'm, I'm right back at Villanova. It's like, it's like I never left. That one I didn't steal. <laughs> Everything else up there, attitude was ours. <laughs> but, um, but then after a year, I said, you know what? You know, it's a great place to work. Um, and still building myself as a man, as a human being. Um, developed a lot of character there. But I decided, you know, basketball was my true inspiration. So I decided to come back into coaching. It's it's interesting, and Tom, you you do this. Um, and I don't know how many employers do this, but giving somebody that opportunity their first year out of college, it, it's it's as valuable for them to do it and know that that's not what they want to do as it is um, to become a, a part of the company in advance. But how many employers really think of it that way, that they're giving that person an opportunity maybe to know this is not what I want to do? Yeah, that's, you know, I, I can't speak for other employers, although I have tried to uh, to get them involved in what we do is with uh, our, what we call our college help program. So for the past 20 years, we've today we have about 150 college students that work at USLI, and so this has been a program that we've built over the past 20 years, and we learn through time uh, that these young people, men and women, coming in uh, are are as smart the day before they graduate as they are the day after they graduate. So, you know, we don't treat them as an intern. We treat them as a, a significant part of our uh, company, and we challenge them from day one. So we've learned from that also that some people want to stay, want to get into the insurance business, want to get into the business world, and many are appreciative of the opportunity they have and now go out uh, prepared a little differently along with their academics to go choose whatever it is that they want. And, you know, people have to try different things to learn really what they want to do. Right. And we're okay with that uh, because they bring so much more to USLI. And, and we have invested so much in training that we understand sometimes it just doesn't work. Uh, and sometimes it's not the best place. Uh, in the case of Tom, you know, he was a great employee. People loved him. He, he had great character. He brought a great attitude every day. Uh, could... You know, people really wanted him to, as, uh, to be on their team. Uh, but he, you know, he just chose to go back and, and do something different, which is fine, you know, which is, which is terrific. We're, we, we don't mind that at all. Matter of fact, we've worked hard within USOI to take the walls down to allow people to move around so that they can create a new future without thinking they have to go somewhere else. Right. So, you know, people always are thinking that they're not in the right spot. And we try to teach that if you can just jump in and just get the most out of wherever you are, then I think you make better decisions about whether you should be there or not. 
That's a that's a great point. That, that's a great point. And I didn't feel as bad about Tom Leiby because he kind of followed the same path as the CEO. The CEO is always coaching teams. I didn't mention Tom was also the head high school coach at Archbishop Carroll. I was. He, I was. And he, he's coached AAU basketball team, so he, he, he understood completely when, <laughs> when you had to come back. What, what Tom, what have you learned differently after being in the business world for a year and now coming back to academia and coaching? Well, um, you know, like I said earlier, USLI – did a great job and like welcomed me in with uh, open arms. You know, everyone there, this is so nice to each other, but they're all there to get work done at the same time. It is, it's a business. So I think what I learned most about, um, you know, becoming a hard worker in the business world, it's a little different than the basketball court, but you can kind of use the same terminology. Like for instance, you, we use, at uh, USLI was the, um, the coach, like we didn't use the term boss. It was a coach and we had a team. So That's right, cool. right there, um, just continuing to learn how to work hard, um, do everything, be legit and everything. Um, so just continuing growth through USLI, and that's what I'm trying to take back into the basketball world. I, I, you know, I always thought Baker Dunleavy, one of our assistant coaches, who's now the head coach at Quinnipiac, who did a great job here. I always thought he had some little edge because he had been on Wall Street and worked. He played professionally, went to Wall Street, worked in the business world then came back to coaching. I think that's going to be something that's going to serve you really well. Yep. Tom, uh, it was it was, it was, was definitely an edge, you know, of, of, of understanding and maybe appreciating where you are, but also having that get-it-done work ethic, you right. know. Um, sometimes as a basketball player, you know, you're used to like, hey, as long as I, as long as I score 20 points, everything's okay, you know. Yeah. Um, the value to to us and Tom I, Tom Nerney, I want to just thank you so much for, it. and I think Tom Lobbing's a great example. And we even had one of our players work there and not be as successful at USLI as he had hoped, but then went on elsewhere. And I've spoken to him where he said that experience there is actually making him successful at his new job, which mm -hmm. is really cool. And you are a great mentor to him but for us as a basketball program to be able to go in and and talk to our players about um when we're recruiting them we want you to get your degree we want you to be educated we want you to be the best player you can be but we're also most interested in what do you do after you finish playing basketball you know we got chris jenkins here with us today who has an injury you know he doesn't know it might be the end of his basketball career might not might not be but what you do the rest of your life is most important. And Tom, that's that's the opportunity that you give to our guys. I know you're very humble about this, but there's not many companies that are gonna take a 28 year old and give him a chance after he played basketball for yeah. seven years professionally. And um, I think you, but your culture, it fits your culture. Yeah, it, do, it, it does fit our culture. And I, I do believe that the athletes coming out of school whether they play in Europe or play in the wherever they are, and then they go into the work, still have a, tr a different transition plan, m much more difficult than a college graduate coming in, or even somebody going and working a different industry and then coming into our industry. They, you know, th there's there's a lot in their head. I mean, there's a lot that has been put on them, expectations that they felt they needed to live to, and so it takes time, uh, and so we 
we have, again, we're a very patient company in the, in the development of people. And, uh, and so I think that adds a little bit of, um, adds a little bit of the possibility that we can bring them in. Yeah. And we don't expect, you know, them to perform immediately and make an impact. Right. 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 You know, as, as you know, the, the, the will to win is not nearly as important as the will to prepare to win. And so yeah. you really want to make sure that these people can prepare and it might take them a year, it might take them two years, it might take them four years. They can make a contribution, but it might take them a while till they really make the contribution that they feel they should be making, which is really where you want to get to. Exactly. For our, just to share with everybody, for our fans, uh, Frank Tweezy and Shane Clark, what they're doing at USLI, because they're, they're proud USLI uh, employees and family members. Uh, I also know they love playing basketball there at lunchtime. <laughs> can they and still? I can tell you they don't. They don't play defense. Don't come watch them play. Can, uh, can they still? Do, are they still playing at lunchtime, or are they getting yeah, older? Yeah, they're still playing. Yeah, they, they, if, if you want to call it that, yeah, they, they, they show up. It's interesting. It it, it does um, it does tell you that you always need a coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard to go out there, out there and do it on your own. <laughs> but uh, Shane has uh, Shane has done a great job. Uh, you know, he has developed himself. He has found an area that where he feels comfortable uh, and uh, has, is making a good contribution. I'd like to see Shane stretch himself a little bit more. Uh, and that's something that he's going to have to make that decision as to whether or not he wants to reach a little higher. Uh, and that's always a personal choice. Uh, we try to coach him on that, but we'll see how that goes. But right now he's doing a, doing a great job. He's a great teammate, and uh, people love him. Uh, and he makes a contribution. Frank uh, has really, you know, done a, an outstanding job finding himself and grooving his swing, you know, and I'm really, really, really proud of him because he's had, you know, he had some failures in the beginning and was really hard on himself, but he never gave up. And uh, I, I hand it to you because I think that, you know, I watch you uh, at your practices, at your game, you're always, always coaching. Always. I've never seen anybody coach as much as you do. And so they, they can take that, uh, and, and you've built that into who they are. And that has been, I think, been great because Frank just hasn't given up. And I think right now he's doing a great job. He's traveling the United States doing great things for us so. i love when i ask him how's it going is it great i love it i want to do more yeah i, I just I, you don't hear that response it from took people time for him to find that you know yeah and it's not something he could have done coach right away right you, i mean yeah. there's just a lot of baggage yeah uh, that that people have and and you need to sort of get them to be able to stand you know upright and, and really feel good about themselves yeah. Yeah. well i think you, i think you do a great job of that with all of your people I've watched you with all your people, all young people, not just our guys. You, and it's why you got such a great company. It's why Warren Buffett came to you to buy your company. That's mm. that's what it's all about. So well, thank we you. thank you for everything you do for us. And um, keep rolling. And um, tell Christine we say hello, your beautiful wife and and and, uh, and your beautiful baby. And Tom Liebig, great job today in our in our audience today. Fresh for Sella, our our video coach and Chris Jenkins. And as always, we hand it back to uh, Mike Sheridan to take us away. This has been the Talking Villanova Basketball Podcast presented by Hartford Funds. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to Talking Villanova Basketball presented by Hartford Funds. 
now coming to you throughout the season and beyond. Talking Villanova basketball with Jay Wright is presented by Hartford Funds. Our benchmark is the investor. Stop by Great American Pub, Bar, and Grill with locations in Conshohocken, Wayne, and Phoenixville. If you're looking for fine food in a casual atmosphere, Great American Pub is the place for you. Come out to Great American Pub for great food, great times, and great fun. For more information, visit us at www.greatamericanpub.com.